takes it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Friday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us today and be part of the Locked On Islanders family. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Lots to talk about here on today's show. Big games coming up this weekend against Edmonton and Calgary. We'll discuss why the Islanders may be playing the Oilers at the worst possible moment, plus some trade rumors out there about a popular Islanders forward. Uh, I don't think they are. Anything is imminent right now, but we'll break down the rumors and talk about what they mean. Plus, a present interim NHL head coach is our Islanders' birthday of the day. All that and more coming up on today's show. If you've got something Islanders-related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like us to talk about on the show, feel free to email us. The email address is LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings, and I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game, so join me for instant insight and analysis, and uh, always great to interact with fans during games and really any time. So again, hit me up at Twitter, and uh, always great to talk hockey. And obviously, uh, if you leave your first name and where you're from, uh, when you email us, we'll mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. So let's get started with this big win on Wednesday for the Islanders as they Finally, we're able to put the loss to Seattle, the embarrassing loss to Seattle behind them, came out with a strong start to the game and a strong start to this important four-game road trip, the 6-3 win over the Vancouver Canucks. But we know that the Islanders still have a long way to go if they want to get back into the playoff hunt. And it's going to take, as we mentioned, they've got to get At least, I would think, 70% of the remaining possible points for the second half of the season in order to just reach the 98 points that got a team into the playoffs in the last full season the NHL played, which was 2018-2019. In the East, you needed 98 points that year to make the playoffs. And to get 98 points, again, the Islanders need 70% of the possible points. So unless they really get a a winning streak going, and it doesn't have to be seven in a row or eight in a row, you can go five, one, and one, but you got to start stringing some wins together. Well, a website uh, called The Fourth Period, they have uh, a list of 
you know, players who they feel could be rumored to be going somewhere. And included in that list was Cal Clutterbuck. And look, the Islanders obviously love Cal Clutterbuck. Don't want him to be dealt at this point, but it does make sense that if the Islanders are not able to get back into the playoff hunt, when we get closer to the trade deadline, Clutterbuck is the kind of player who they may consider dealing in order to get an asset for him. Now, this is the last year of Clutterbuck's contract. It was a five-year deal worth $17.5 million. He's coming off the books next year unless, you know, the Islanders could always re-sign him. And knowing the way Lou Lamorello does things, it's possible that they want to keep Sezekis Martin and Clutterbuck together. And if Clutterbuck is willing to take a little less money than what he got this time around to stay on the island, he may re-sign with Islanders. But at the same time, Cal Clutterbuck is 34 years old. He has an expiring contract. He is also the kind of player that is experienced, is a leader in the locker room, has been through the playoff wars many times, and is a role player who is capable of lifting the the level of play of the players around him by his very presence in the lineup. So, if the Islanders, even if they plan on bringing him back next year, they could trade Cal Clutterbuck at the deadline and then re-sign him when he becomes a free agent next season, you know, next offseason, over the summer. That is always a distinct possibility. But you get, if they don't plan on keeping him, or even if they do plan on signing him again or trying to sign him again, you get a prospect or a mid-round draft pick or something for Clutterbuck where you probably wouldn't get anything for him if you just let the contract expire and you don't plan on bringing him back. So, look, Martin and Sezekis both signed new deals over the last two off-seasons. And we know that Sezekis, Martin, and Clutterbuck, as a unit, are better than Sezekis, what he brings to the table by himself, plus Martin, what he brings to the table by himself, plus Clutter, what he brings to the table by himself. But they are all on the wrong side of 30. They are all role players who make considerably more money than their typical fourth line. So, look, do I think the Islanders are eager to trade Cal Clutterbuck right now? No. Do I think that they will trade Cal Clutterbuck before they really feel they are officially not going to make the playoffs, that their chances of making the postseason are so slim that it really doesn't make any sense to hold on to him? No, they're not going to move him before then unless somebody bowls them over with an offer they can't refuse, and trust me, I don't think that's happening. But if we get to the point in the season where, okay, we're not going to the playoffs, does it make sense to explore what you could get for Cal Clutterbuck? 
knowing that if you really want him back, you could bring him back because he's going to be a free agent next, you know, this offseason. Yeah, I think it would. You get a third round pick, a fourth round pick, a younger player. Uh, theoretically, if you want to play devil's advocate, you can bring in a younger player who could fit on your fourth line and save a lot of cap space for next season. And that helps you sign the sniper or the defenseman that this team desperately needs. Or maybe you get a depth puck-moving defenseman, uh, a second or third pair kind of a guy who can skate the puck better. You know, there are things that you can get for Kyle Clutterbuck. I don't think the trade is imminent. I think it'll be closer to the trade deadline if it happens at all. But I think it was newsworthy that this website has... Clutterbuck on their trade watch list, and we will keep an eye on it for you right here on the Locked On Islanders podcast as the situation develops. We've got a lot more to get to on today's show. Of course, we have a preview of both this weekend's games against Calgary and Edmonton, so uh, we will have all of that, plus our Islanders birthday of the day. All that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. This is the time of year I've pretty much given up on all my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's really not a resolution because I actually enjoy eating Built Bars. Have you tried the Puffs? Because if you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best-tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. Yes, protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% chocolate. And Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors like yummy, cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. So good. These are going to be your new favorite. And all Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. And yes, that includes... The Puffs. Most Built Bars contain just 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, only 4 net carbs, but they pack 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. At Built Bar, they are all about the taste. They make it delicious first, then they figure out how to make it healthy. I don't know how they do it, but they pull it off every time. Go to Built.com now. Use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Make sure to check out Olympic Hockey Daily. It's presented by Locked On NHL. It's a bonus podcast covering all the action in Beijing. You can find it on the Locked On NHL podcast feed. It's free and available on all platforms. So two games this weekend for the Islanders. And look, these West Coast swings, they are not easy. I have no illusions about it. And both of the teams the Islanders are going to go up against are good teams. Uh, Edmonton has been struggling lately. We know that. And, you know, the reason I opened the show saying that this may be the worst possible moment for the Islanders to face the Oilers. They just fired Dave Tippett on Thursday. They bring in a new interim coach, Jay Woodcroft. And so often we see that a team that makes a change at coach 
they get a little spark. Sometimes it's three games, five games, seven games. We saw it, for example, with Vancouver. They hired Bruce Boudreaux uh, to replace Travis Green. And what did they win? Seven in a row. Doesn't always last. Most of the time, these teams settle back to earth. But right now, going up against an Oilers team that just made the change in their first game, and it's a home game for Edmonton, being against the Islanders, that is not necessarily good timing. You look at this lineup, and, you know, the surprising thing is that Edmonton is 13th in the league right now in goals scored. You would think they would be closer to the top. Defense remains their problem. They're 23rd there. Power play is third in the league, 27.6%, but they haven't been as good lately. And the penalty kill, 23rd in the league, so they're vulnerable on the PK. Miko Koskinen, Stuart Skinner, Mike Smith have been the three goalies this year. Look, I don't have to tell you about the talent at the top of this Oilers roster. Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Zach Hyman. This is a very talented team. They are fun to watch, and it is going to be up to the Islanders right now to try to slow down this very fast, very talented team. The Oilers right now in fifth place in the uh, Pacific Division, 23-18-3, 49 points. They are five points behind the fourth place Flames, who the Islanders will be playing on uh, uh, Saturday. But uh, Calgary has a game in hand. Now, Edmonton uh, lost their last game. It was on Wednesday. They lost 4-1 to at home to the Chicago Blackhawks. They have now lost two in a row, three of their last four. And in the last two games, they have been outscored 8-1. to We'll look at their line combinations right now for the Edmonton Oilers. And uh, look, McDavid, Evander Kane... And Kyler Yamamoto are the top trio. Then Leon Dreisaitl centers the second line with Ryan McLeod and Zach Cassian on either side of him. Ryan Nugent Hopkins with Zach Hyman and Jesse uh, Pujuljari. Then Devin Shore is the fourth line pivot with Warren Fogle to his left and Derek Ryan to his right. On defense, Darnell Nurse and Evan Bouchard are the top pair. Duncan Keith and Cody Cece, the second pair. Uh, Keith, however, now injured, will not be available. And William Lagason and Tyson Barry make up the third pair. The goaltenders right now, Stuart Skinner and Mike Smith. Miko Koskinen injured. Josh Archibald and Oscar Clefbaum still on the IR. For Koskinen, he's on the COVID reserve list. So again, we have to look and see if he'll be available again uh, come uh, tonight's game, and that is always important. So that's the matchup with Edmonton, and then Saturday night. But the Edmonton game, by the way, uh, that game is scheduled for a 9 o'clock time start. Then Saturday, it's Calgary. And Calgary right now, 24-13-6, 54 points in 43 games. They are playing now, as I record this podcast, they're going up against the Maple Leafs. Uh, So they will have played a game after the Islanders. Uh, 
you know, before we record, but the Islanders are doing a back-to-back and the Flames will not be on a back-to-back. They will have a day off in between this game they're playing against the Maple Leafs and their game against the Islanders. You look at the Flames, much better statistically. Goals for, they're in the middle of the pack, 13th, a little above average. Goals against, they are number one. Special teams also solid for Calgary, 12th on the power play, but third in the league on the PK. So the Islanders' power play, which has been inconsistent at best, they've got a lot of adjusting to do. Jacob Markstrom is the number one goalie with Dan Vladar as the backup. We know some of these talented players, and we saw Calgary when they opened up the very first ever game at the UBS Arena. But look, Johnny Goudreau has 55 points to lead the team. Matthew Kachuk, 21 goals. Andrew Mangiapane, 22 goals. Blake Coleman, 10. Elias Lindholm, 16. This is a deep and talented team. We look at the lineup combinations for the Flames. Lindholm centers Goudreau and Kachuk on that very talented and dangerous top line. Mikhail Backlund centers the second line with Mangiapane and Blake Coleman on either side of him. Sean Monahan is the third-line pivot. Dylan Dubé to his left, Brett Ritchie to his right, and then Adam Rizika with Milan Lucic and Trevor Lewis on either side of him. On the blue line, it's Noah Hannafin and Rasmus Anderson is the top pair. Chris Tanev and Oliver uh, Kylington in the middle, and then Nikita Zadarov, and Eric Gabranson on the third pair. The goaltending unit right now, Markstrom and Vladar. Not a lot of injuries. Tyler Pitlick listed as day-to-day. So we'll keep an eye on that before Saturday's game. But those are the two matchups for the Islanders. And, you know, we talked about wanting a minimum of six points on this four-game road trip, which means you got to either win three or win two and get, you know, two games to go to at least overtime, if not a shootout. But realistically, Edmonton and Calgary, two talented teams that it won't be easy for the Islanders to beat. Hopefully they can put together two solid performances. If they can take, you know, three points out of the four this weekend, you have got your uh, five-point total already guaranteed. Uh for the Islanders with one game left on this road trip. So we'll keep an eye out on that. We'll see if Kyle Palmieri rejoins the team. We'll tweet as soon as we hear that, but hopefully Palmieri will be able to do that. We've got more to get to on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We've got our Islanders birthday today, and he is an interim head coach in the league right now. See if you can guess who it is, and we'll look back at one of his better games with the Islanders. All that and more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season heads toward the big game this weekend. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. It's not just the big game. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live, real-time updates of current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available 
for the 2020 Bet Online where the game starts. Time now for our Islanders Day of the Day. Back in time for this one. And want to wish a, a very happy birthday. And we're on time for this one because it is actually today. But today is the 55th birthday for former Islanders winger Derek King. King drafted by the Islanders in 1985 in the first round. And he is right now, as uh, we mentioned, the interim head coach of the Chicago Blackhawks. Had a 53-goal, 106-point season his last year in juniors with the Oshawa Generals. Then made his Islanders debut at the end of the 86-87 season when he appeared in two games. Stayed with the Islanders all the way through the 96-97 season, and late that year, he was dealt to the Hartford Whalers, then went on to play for the Maple Leafs and the Blues before finishing his hockey career in the AHL at the end of the 2003-2004 season. King could put the puck in the net. He played in 830 NHL games, had 261 goals and 612 points, add 47 playoff games, four goals, 21 points there. King, a big part of the Islanders' 1993 run all the way to the conference final. He had 14 points in 18 games for the Islanders that playoff year. Had a 40-goal season for the Isles in 91-92, 38 goals in 92-93, and 30 in 93-94. So here's a guy who really did produce for this team over the course of his tenure here. We're going to look back at one of his better games with the Isles, January 24th, 1997, we take you back to the Hartford Civic Center, so please cue up Brass Bonanza as the Islanders visit the Hartford Whalers. Eric Fischow, the goalie for the Islanders. Sean Burke is the netminder in this game for Hartford, and it was the Islanders getting on the board first. Some fisticuffs early on, Kelly Chase of Hartford, Steve Webb of the Islanders go off for fighting both of them get five minutes at 7.59 of the opening period. But then the Islanders get on the board. Ziggy Palfi, his 28th of the year, unassisted at 12.27, one nothing Isles. But later in the period, the Whalers even it up. Jeff Sanderson is 25th from Keith Primo and Nelson Emerson at 16.29. All even, Islanders won, Whalers won after the first period. In the second period, though, our Islanders' birthday of the day, Derek King gets things started for the Isles. He scores his 16th goal of the year from Marty McGinnis and Travis Green at 7-12. And then at 16-29, his second of the game, 17th of the season, Travis Green, the only assist. Isles 3, Whalers 1 after two periods. Then in the third, Derek King completes the hat trick for the Islanders, his 18th of the year, Marty McGinnis, the only assist at 7-11. Ziggy Palfi pots an empty net goal, his 29th from Travis Green at 16:03. The Whalers get a power play goal in the closing seconds. 19:29. Stephen Rice, his 15th from Glenn Wesley and Jeff O'Neill. But at the end of the day, in a fight-filled game that saw Stu Grimson and Steve Webb go at it in the third period, along with Kelly Chase, uh, th this was just an absolute mess late in the game, but the Islanders skate away with a convincing 5-2 to win and the hat trick 
for our Islanders' birthday of the day. Uh, congratulations there for Derek King. Three goals on four shots. He was a plus three. And he uh, helps the Islanders win. For Eric Fischel, by the way, in this one, 34 saves. Islanders outshot by a margin of 36-32 to 32 in what really was an entertaining and rough hockey game. So again, uh, a very happy birthday to Chicago Blackhawks interim head coach Derek King. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day, and he turns 55 years old today. Should be a great weekend for the New York Islanders, and hopefully uh, this team gets things done. If they can keep winning, if they can, again, get three out of four points this weekend, they will begin to set themselves up for that run they really need to make in order to get back into this playoff hunt. It won't be easy, but hopefully Barry Trotz can continue to motivate his team to play their best hockey. Want to thank everyone again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets. It's your one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. It is hosted by your boy Q with expert insight and analysis by Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe. Enjoy two Islander hockey games and the Super Bowl. I'm picking the Rams, but kind of rooting for the Bengals, but should be an entertaining game. And thankfully, no conflict. Islanders Friday, Islanders Saturday, Super Bowl Sunday. Pretty nice weekend of sports action, plus the Olympics. Should be a good one. Enjoy, stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders!